Good morning to you listeners from all over the world. I'm blessed morning to you sons and daughters of Yasso Prayer Ministry. I come to you this Thursday morning as usual from the office of the Bishop Yasso Prayer Ministry. And I believe so far you are having a blessed Thursday morning. Today I'm going to continue in the same vein with the topic I started sharing on yesterday. And it's taken from the book of 2 Chronicles, chapter 7, verse 14. 2 Chronicles 7, 14, which says, If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, I will forgive their sins, and I will heal their land. And yesterday we did talk about the need to humble yourself and what it means to humble yourself. We defined and talked about those who are the people of God and what the implication means to be a people of God. Today, I'll go further by talking about two key issues from this scripture. One is to hear from heaven. The other one is to turn from wickedness. So in other words, this scripture is telling us that one of the prerequisites for God to hear our prayer is a turning away from wickedness. Is a turning away from wickedness. We understand that prayer is petitioning God to intervene in the affairs of man. Everything that happens in the physical realm in this world first happens in the spirit realm. And so, when we talk to God, who is master in the spirit realm, Lord of the spirit realm, we petition him through prayer. And by that, he's able to intervene and help in resolving issues in the heart realm that is beyond our powers and our knowledge and ability. That's what prayer is. But it gives us some conditions in this scripture. And one of you that's for him to hear from heaven, hearing and answering in the realm of God in this perspective is the same. When we say God has heard your prayer, it means he has answered. So they go together. So for him to hear, you must turn away from wickedness. Now let me zero in on what is wickedness. What is wickedness? There's a very popular parable in the Bible, the parable of the talents, the ten talents. We are told that a master was going on a journey and then he called his servants one day together and he gave them talents. He gave to one five talents. He gave to another two talents. And he gave to another one one talent. And he told them to do business with it until it comes back. So those talents are gifts that they were supposed to multiply and do business with. God is a businessman. No wonder he gave us the mandate in Genesis. He said, be fruitful and multiply. The, one of the purpose of business is to create fruitfulness and to multiply therewith. But this is what happened. The servant whom he gave talents to, the one he gave five talents to, when he came back, he had multiplied the five talents and now it became ten. And the master was very happy. And he commended him. And he says, you are a good and faithful servant. The one he gave two talents to, had turned it to four. The master was very happy. And he commended him and he blessed him by giving him more. And of course he gave more even to the one who had five talents turned to ten. But the one who had only one talent... He came and brought back the one talent. And he says, here is the one talent. I know you are a mean man who likes to reap where you do not sow. So I took your talent 
and I kept it aside somewhere and he gave it back to him. And here's the funny thing. The master looked at him and he called him a wicked servant. A wicked servant. I want to take from this context the definition of wickedness. The master did not say you are a lazy servant or a disobedient servant or a rude servant. He says you are a wicked servant. So in this context, wickedness is when you are not fruitful in the gift and the talent that God has given you. Wickedness is when you don't multiply, you don't make use to be a blessing to others. What God has put in you that is supposed to be used to bless the kingdom, that is wickedness. So when God says in this scripture, turn away from wickedness, it means even in this time of lockdown, it's a time for every one of us to reflect in what ways are you wicked in the context of this scripture and what must you do to turn away from it. Every one of us has got gifts, we've got talents. There are things that God has deposited in us that is not just for you, but to be a blessing to the body of Christ. Some people are gifted in prayer, but they've never really built it, multiplied it, made it fruitful to be a blessing to people. Some are gifted in building wealth, some are gifted in teaching. There are some whose gift is hospitality. Some their gift is just caring for people. Whatever it is that your gift is, this period is a time for you to dig deep within you and know that that gift is not just for you, you and yourself. That gift is supposed to be multiplied, to be built so that you can use it to bless humanity. You're supposed to use the gift to build it, to develop it, to be fruitful in it. If you don't do so, God sees you as a wicked servant. He sees you as a wicked servant. He gives gifts, talents for the edification of the body of Christ. And when you multiply it, when you become fruitful in it, he is happy and he blesses you more. So wickedness is when you sit on your gift. But you have the opportunity at this period of lockdown. Learn to pray more. Learn effective prayer. Learn to teach more. Be a good teacher of the word of God. Learn to care more. Learn to administer more. Whatever it is that is your gift, build it, develop it so that you can be a blessing to more people. That is turning away from wickedness. Wickedness is selfishness. Where you think of you and you alone and you keep your gift to yourself. Whereas the gift is supposed to be a blessing to humanity. That is wickedness. Remember, in a way the apple tree was, the fig tree in the Bible was wicked. It was supposed to be fruitful to feed people. And I guess it's its wickedness not being fruitful that made Jesus to curse it. A mango tree does not feed on its own fruit. It becomes fruitful for the benefit of passerbys and other people. A mango tree who chooses not to be a mango fruit is wicked because it's not fulfilling its mandate of feeding people. It says, then will I hear from heaven. For your prayers to be heard. Prayers are heard from heaven. I want you to understand in the spirit realm, there's a barrier between heaven and earth. That's why we talk of open heavens. In the Bible, many times we are told to pray that our heavens will be opened. In the book of Luke chapter 4, we are told that when Jesus was baptized in River Jordan, the heavens opened up. So it means the heavens can be closed and the heavens can be opened. Prayers are heard from heaven and the heavens must be opened before the prayers can have a crossover up and down. 
Remember the breakthrough, even in the book of Genesis, for Jacob came when he had a dream and he saw a ladder ascending between heaven and earth. A ladder going from earth to heaven. And the angels were coming up and down through the ladder. That ladder signifies an instrumentation that opened his heavens for him to be moved into his divine destiny. For your prayers to be heard from heaven, your heavens must be opened. And your heavens are opened when you're a beloved son, when you walk in the consciousness of you being a beloved son. The Bible says in the book of chapter Luke chapter 4, it says, when Jesus came out of the water, the heavens opened up. And God says, this is my beloved son in whom I want placed. When God is pleased with you, when you become the beloved of God because you please him in your ways, your heavens will be opened. Your heavens will be opened. And then your prayers will be heard. So at this time of lockdown, do whatever it is to please God. Meditate on his word. Do good. Help the homeless. Feed the poor. They are your neighbors. They are people living next to you. You've never been bothered to know their situation or their circumstance. Some of, them have, some of them have no clothes. They have no blankets for winter. They have no food to eat. Now that you are locked down, you are not always rushing to and from work every day without caring who is next to you, who you pass on the road. It's a time for you to see those people around you who are in your sphere of influence, whom God has positioned there so that you can be their blesser. It is time for you. Wickedness also involves feeding those who are hungry, helping the homeless, the orphans, the widows, and so on and so forth. Those who are underprivileged. Now is your time to shine your eyes. Shine your eyes and see them. Before now you've been rushing. You never saw those that are around you. See them and help those you can. When you do it to one, you do it to God. The Bible says, Jesus talking. He says, when I was homeless, you gave me a home. When I had no food, you gave me food. And then they asked him, when did we see you homeless and give you a home? When did you see you hungry and we gave you food? He says, as long as you do it to one of these ones, hungrily roaming the street, locked down in their house without food, in this time of coronavirus, he says, you have done it to me. So don't just stay hidden in your house, hiding away from a virus. See what good you can do to those who are less privileged in your neighborhood. Social distancing does not mean you cannot give food to your neighbor. <laughs> if you have to throw it at them, throw it at them. Social distancing does not mean you cannot give blankets. Give something to be a blessing to your neighbor who you see is suffering. Don't use social distancing as an excuse. Let it be also as a means for you to open your eyes and see the needs around you so that you can be a blessing to others and you will not be seen as a wicked servant. I say to you today, no shame, no sorrow, and you will not be colonized in the name that is above every name. Bye.